You're listening to Love Your City. It's a Movement Australia podcast. We believe that communities can be transformed as a unified church in every city or town lives and proclaims the gospel into every sphere of society. We'll tell stories from where this is already happening. We'll dig into the Bible to better understand God's heart for cities and towns. And we'll discuss practical strategies. Because no matter where you live, a gospel movement can happen. Movement Day is about encouraging churches in their cities to work across denominations, across uh, theologies, across everything, to work together for the flourishing of our city. And today I'm joined by a very special guest, Karen Pell. She's based in the city of Whitehorse in Melbourne. She's currently in lockdown again, um, but she's going to talk about some exciting things that have come about, in the, particularly in the last year between churches. So good to have you today, Karen. Thanks, Letitia. Good to be here. You've been working from home since March, so it's definitely become the new normal for you. Um, But you're employed um, by Whitehorse Churches Care, an initiative of churches working together. And we'll get onto that um, in a minute. But first of all, just give us a bit of your background. Yeah, sure. Thanks. um, I'm a trained social worker. So the last few years I've worked mostly in the drug and alcohol sector, um, also with a small Christian organisation in the prison system and with the Stable One Winter Shelter Network, so helping um, churches use their buildings to house people experiencing homelessness over winter. So that's probably what I've been doing the last few years, certainly. And then in the last year, you've um, been employed by by this new initiative, Whitehorse Church Care. Tell us a little bit about what that is. Yeah, so it's a not-for-profit set up basically so that the churches of Whitehorse could work together under a bit of a governance structure. Um, So we've been... Uh, officially an organisation since the middle of last year um, and with two main aims, I guess, one to foster unity among the churches and then to provide a practical outlet for that um, to respond to the needs around the city as we see them. Yeah, that's uh, fantastic. There has been uh, a bit of a history of, of the unity of churches and pastors gathering over the years, has there? Yeah, so over many, many years, um, as in many areas probably, churches and leaders have have met together, um, sometimes small numbers, sometimes larger numbers, and it sort of fluctuates as people come and go from the area. And that certainly happened in Whitehorse. Um, And in more recent times, they started meeting over breakfast together. So that sense of sharing a meal and eating together and then deepening the relationships through that space. And And then that kind of grew into praying together as well. And from there, the, the thought was, well, actually, let's let's do something together as well. And so the winter shelter was an idea that um, we had planned. In fact, they had planned to do that last year and um, hit some roadblocks uh, with different uh, council regulations. And then this year we hit the COVID roadblock. Yeah. So hopefully next year then, possibly. Hopefully third time lucky. But I love that you haven't just given up um, with those roadblocks, but you've actually used the structure that you've started working on to pivot a bit. Um, so how have things turned out now? For um... Yeah, so we've moved into more of a food relief at the moment has probably been the primary thing we've done. So once um, it looked like the winter shelter was off the table, we had uh, I had a few calls from different pastors and leaders in churches saying, we think food might be going to be an issue. Uh, we've got some things like we've got a food bank license, but we don't have the people or we've got some good structures, but we don't have the access to supply of food. Is there a way we can work together? And so by um, 
linking them together, we've been able to provide food relief. And that's been a really, um, really positive opportunity, I guess, not only to connect with individuals and families that are finding themselves sometimes in, in hardship for the first time, but also to support other initiatives that have been going around in the city. So for us, um, the police, for example, have been calling isolated elderly citizens and, um, and we've been able to add care packs to that. So the police have been out delivering care packs on our behalf, mm-hmm. which has been a really um, a nice little link. Yeah, no, incredible. So let's just um, back up a little bit um, because now, well, now there's currently about 19 churches on board um, with, with yeah. working together to practically help with needs in your city. Structurally, how does it work? Are you a non-for-profit or what's your structure? Yeah, so we're set up as a not-for-profit, so a registered charity. We've got a board of six people who represent different churches in the area. And then churches can choose to become member churches where they um, effectively sign up to be members and then up to them whether how much they donate financially uh, to the cause, so to speak. And so, yeah, different churches with different resources are able to give different amounts and then participate in the um, in the projects. But having said that, we've got the 19 officially signed on, but there are many more that we're connecting with and that are engaged in our projects in different ways. Um, so recognising that churches are at different stages and different levels of, um, you know, different abilities to commit to things like this. But um, it's great to be able to connect with them in different ways. So part of signing on um, and them paying a fee or however, donating, that goes to your wage? Is that is that what it covers? Yeah, so some of that goes to my wage. So I'm employed three days a week. And then um, churches can also choose to put it towards particular projects as well. So we've kind of got an underlying um, operating cost and then different projects on top of that. So why, because I know sometimes churches, they think, well, we have our own care arm. Um, so why would they want to join in with, you know, uh, are you finding that churches are joining in with two things? Yeah, so we've certainly got um, some large churches as in our area who already have, you know, well-established care arms. And so the aim is not to duplicate what they're doing, um, but to work together. So we'll have meetings together and saying, well, what are you doing? Where do you see the gaps? Can we support you? Or can we move food, for example, from church to church to meet the needs that different churches are seeing? So we've got a church in our area that's doing a lot for international students, for example. So how do we get our resources down there so that the international students can can get the hampers they need? Mm. I, I love it because I think churches do do a lot of good stuff across their cities, but again, yeah. quite often we just don't know what each other are doing and I think this is where we yeah. waste a lot of resources. Absolutely. One of the things we're doing is working on a bit of a directory just so that everyone knows what everyone else is doing and so that we can cross-refer. So when um, someone keeps coming back for food relief, we can say, actually, is there something else that we could help you with can we link you into this church who do financial mentoring for example or this place has counseling let's let's know what each other are doing and and utilize the gifts and skills we've each got yeah no it makes a whole lot of sense doesn't it um sometimes i wonder why we like to do things separately (laughs) but um coming together strategically coordinated so um any any other benefits you've found from working together um i think it just that opportunity to build relationships across the churches and get to develop an understanding of who each other are and appreciation. Um, I think sometimes we are in our own 
sort of church bubble, so to speak, and we don't necessarily have a good understanding of other churches or we have some preconceived ideas even potentially. And so this is an opportunity to actually get to know the people ourselves and, um, and learn a lot more about each other. Mm-hmm. I think another benefit is just the exposure to opportunity. So, you know, a, a smaller church may not be able to do something on their own, but by joining with others, they get to participate as well in ways that they might long to and might have been wanting to for many many years but haven't had the opportunity so i think that's a really important part very important Uh, i mean did you know all these churches like the 19 churches did you know them or has the relationship just been built now that you've got a common goal and mission yeah so um a lot of the churches have had various relationships over the years but i'm finding um so we think there's about 50 plus churches in the whitehorse area and I feel like I, I discover a new one every few weeks and I hear about another one and, and get to know them. So um, there's certainly a lot of new relationships forming and people knew of each other's churches but had never met anyone from there. And so it's, it's fun to actually join up and, and get to know each other. Yeah, it's kind of a bit like the body of Christ, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Piecing the body together, we work so much more effectively. Uh, I mean, it sounds wonderful, but I'm aware because I've worked in this space for a long time. There's challenges, aren't there? What what are some of the obstacles that you're discovering? Yeah, I think um, just different ways different churches work can be tricky. So just um, I'm learning, um, you know, which churches like to work in which ways. So who likes emails, who likes WhatsApp, who likes phone calls, um, who wants to be involved, who would prefer it to be a slower process, who can move really quickly, who who needs to go through a level of voting or whatever to be able to participate. So it's just those kind of um, practical elements that can be a little bit tricky. Um, I think sometimes, not consciously, but there is a brand element too, isn't there? So we've we've had our church, we've built it up, we've built up the reputation and and there's a question of do we yeah how much do we want to effectively risk that or drop that to work with others but what I've um, been really encouraged by has been some of the churches coming to me and saying we want to support this but we don't want our name on it we want you to um, you know keep that quiet that we're supporting this or whatever for the sake of um, encouraging everyone to be involved together so that's been a really encouraging thing and I think I touched on it a little bit before just that that lack of understanding, you know, we've got preconceived ideas about what um, what churches perhaps stand for or what they what they preach about or what they do um, and breaking those down. Um, and I can see that breaking down through relationship um, and through some of, we have the pastors brekkie at the moment every fortnight. And so that opportunity to just have discussion and come to understanding about why people do things the way they do has been really positive. Yes, and we need to clarify your pastor's breakfast are via Zoom at the moment. <laughs> They're absolutely via Zoom, yes. Um, so what pastors just bring their cornflakes and sit in front of the yeah. camera and crunch? Yes, we have a chat about what everyone's got and, um, yeah, we do it digitally. So we were doing that monthly prior to the COVID and then once COVID hit, the decision was that actually people wanted to do it more frequently. So that's been great. So what is your hope for... Um, the city of Whitehorse moving forward? What do you, do you have hopes yeah. and dreams through what you're doing? I mean, I think I'd love to, I just, I love the idea of church unity. So for me, I think that's just such a strong witness, even just itself. 
and um, to see more and more of that and to be known as the churches that work together and that um, that actually love each other. Um, I think that's sort of a, a major piece for me. Um, but I'd like us to be a transformational force in the community that that where there's need that we're there responding um, but also that we're recognizing the assets and the strengths that are already in the community and we're potentially breathing life into them and um, encouraging them and supporting them in that space um, I'd also love to see um, people realizing the gifts and skills they've got um, I think there's a great opportunity for people for exposure effectively to um, to the different needs and opportunities around and I know that I personally I you know started volunteering in the women's prison when I was working as an engineer and I would never have moved thought to move into sort of the social work realm if it wasn't for someone giving me that opportunity so I see that um, you know the potential to really release people into their gifts um, and skills in the space. What are the opportunities for volunteers with um, Whitehorse Church Care? Yeah, so we've got um, basically everything we do other than me, I guess, is volunteers or staff from different churches. But at the moment, it's been packing hampers, delivering hampers. Um, when it, winter shelter happens, we'll need 200 volunteers to make that work. Um, and then also we've had opportunities like through training. So just inviting people to upskill. Um, we're working towards having some community listeners who can uh, respond to the social isolation piece that we're going to be seeing or that we're already seeing. Um, so yeah, trying to include volunteers at, at every opportunity. No, that's uh, fantastic. Well, it's just been exciting to hear what, uh, what you've got going down there and we'll put a link um, to your website. Uh, with this interview as well and encourage, um, I think it's just a great model um, across cities, across our nation that we work together because um, the needs are huge. Um, we can't do it on our own and we need to be strategic and stop wasting all our resources, but find out. And each strength has each church has different strengths, um, which is so exciting too. So um, well done to you and your team. And uh, we look forward to hearing more of what's gonna happen. Thanks very much. Thanks for your time, Karen. Bye.